Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, October the 17th, 2022. It is currently 11.09 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central Studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Technology. Technology is an amazing tool for Christians all around the world. It should be an amazing tool for every church, for every Christian podcaster. There's so many things we can do, so many things we can use to try to get information out to people, to try to get our message on as many platforms so that people can access it, so that we can reach people, so that we can talk to people about the Word of God, about theology, about doctrine, about what's happening in the world. And I've tried to use technology to the best of my ability pretty much from as early, early on. I mean, I started you know, with recording cassette tapes and sending them out to free. We had a, we had an ad and the sword of the Lord, you know, free tapes, free teaching tapes. People would, would write us a letter. Okay. I know we're kind of going back a little ways, write us a letter. And then we would respond by sending them a cassette or, or multiple cassettes, sometimes two or three times a month, maybe once a month. And it, I would simply record uh, some teaching and then, well, we duplicated the tapes and we put labels on them and we sent them out to people all around, literally all around the world. There was, there was an island somewhere. I don't even remember where it was. And just to get the tapes, there was like $25 postage and handling. And we didn't charge anyone a penny. We paid for it out of pocket, which was probably not smart, but, but we, but we wanted to get the teaching out for free. Then when I first became a pastor, we went to all the local Christian bookstores. And we put like a little fish bowl right there on the, uh, at the, at the register, right at the counter. And, and we put cassettes in there and like free, take as many cassettes as you want of our teaching. So we, we've always tried to, and, and that was using the technology in a sense that was available at the time. Then very early on, I mean, very early on, as soon as we discovered Sermon Audio, we started uh, sending our cassettes to be basically digitized so that they could be uploaded to Sermon Audio. We were paying someone. I don't even remember who we were paying. Someone had a service. We sent the cassettes to them. They digitized it and then uploaded it to Sermon Audio. We, uh, so that's, that's how early on we were, we were uh, on Sermon Audio. Then, uh, then obviously over time, we've turned into obviously now podcasting. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on every podcasting app you can imagine. We, I mean, we're on, uh, you know, Pandora, Deezer. Uh, those are music streaming services, Amazon Music. We're on Audible. Anywhere we can get our content, we, we have worked to do so using technology. Now, I want to make it very clear. We're using technology not because I know a lot about technology or because I have some big team of people. No, we're just doing whatever we can with whatever we have available to us for all of our live broadcasts. It's just one little microphone literally sitting on a stack of books with a Dell laptop that's not very good. We're, that's what we're utilizing to, to do live broadcasts. So we're, we've used technology. And we always want to try to do that. We're trying to use the uh, 
the U version Bible app. Uh, we we haven't I haven't worked on it lately uh, to try to well once again let people know that we're live and be able to listen to us via that. Uh, we're obviously using the Church One app, Sermons 2.0, all the podcasting apps. We would like to be on Sermon.net. We would like to be on their platform. Um, and we would like to be doing live broadcasting on the Podbean podcasting app, but there is a limit to how many things I can do because I don't have, one, the technology to do it, which would require money, or two, the team of people to help me. But we're always looking for new new ways to get our message out there and new ways to use technology because, I mean, look, uh, the world's going to use technology for their philosophy, for their perspective and their thoughts, and I'm glad that they use it because I would like people to be able to speak. But sometimes I think the church, we are, it's, it's I, I guess maybe, maybe, and I could be wrong here, maybe if I was a pastor of a large church, right, you know, I had 200, 300, 400 people, 100 people, I would sit there and go, you know what, And let's not focus on outside the building, let's only focus on inside the building, but I would hope I would never be that way. I would always hope that, hey, whoever is here, wonderful, great, thank you for your support, now let's work together as a church to use technology to get our message everywhere, to get it everywhere. Um, I, and I, you know, if, if I had, like, if it was up to me, right, if I, um, because the world, I mean, we've got YouTube influencers, TikTok influencers, but they're almost always influencing people from a, a worldly perspective. I, to me, I wish churches were, you know, they would build, you know, studios for the younger generation to get to speak about the things of, of doctrine and theology from a Christian perspective, but speaking with the voice of this generation, recording podcasts and YouTube videos and TikTok videos to reach a new generation. But the church sometimes is way behind. I, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, if there's young people, use that tech, use the technology for them to speak to their generation. And, and like, I, I don't know. I always have all of these crazy ideas. But again, they require money. They require people. They require time. They require energy. And so I, I always have more ideas than I can actually pull off. But I, I just, sometimes it bothers me the churches that have all the resources. They seem to have so little of a vision about that. It's it's just kind of like church as usual, continue to build the church, continue to bring more people in, almost like to build their own little mini kingdom when I'm always like, but there's people out there. I, I don't know. Um, it, it, we could have an entire discussion about that philosophy, but I've turned on the microphone this morning to kind of talk about technology and something new that we're going to try to do. I don't know how frequently this is going to happen, I don't know how often this has happened. Now, this this feature has been available for a very long time on Sermon Audio, Sermons 2.0, and the Church One app, but I've never, I never processed exactly how I could use it. I know other ministries use it all the time, and I'm way behind. This is one that I'm way behind on, mainly because, again, time, money, like there's only so many things I can do, but someone helped me out today. And because they helped me out, I immediately like, okay, now I can use the feature. If you, if you, uh, if you're listening live, you can do this. Or if you're not listening live, whenever you can, if you'll download the Sermons 2.0 app, uh, we'll, we'll start with that app, the Sermons 2.0 app. If you'll open up the Sermons 2.0 app, if you'll go to discover, 
And once you type discover, look at the little search bar, the little search uh, icon over on the far right-hand side. uh, Tap on that. Simply search for theology. All you have to do is type in theology, and we should show up right there, Theology Central. There we are. You'll pull us up. You'll notice that we are live, if you're listening to me live right now, okay? And then you'll scroll down, and you'll see that our last sermon was called that we posted was Understanding Law and Gospel Part 7. Understanding Law and Gospel Part 7. If you'll tap on that sermon, you'll notice the sermon, Understanding Law and Gospel, play audio. Underneath that, you'll see favorite, share, the QR code, and then the download tab. Underneath that, you'll see speaker. You'll see broadcaster. you see how many times that uh, sermon has been played so far on the Sermons 2.0 app. Not great numbers right now, but okay. All right. And then underneath that, you'll see view PDF text. View PDF text. You click on that, and guess what? Opens the law and gospel PDF file, which then gives you the 25 theses that we that we worked on over the last, what, we went six, seven hours of, of teaching on it, and they're all listed right there. There's thesis number one. The doctrinal contents of the entire Bible is made up of two doctrines differing fundamentally from one another. All right, and those two doctrines obviously is law and gospel. All right, so you can, you should, you 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 can access it now. I don't know how often we're going to do this, but I now someone I, I basically have already told them they now have a full time job. Whenever I can think of a way, what what would be a good PDF file that we could create for this particular teaching or this particular sermon? I'm going to ask them when they have the time to create the PDF file, and then we will upload it to the appropriate message. In fact, when this message is uploaded to the Sermons 2.0 app, guess what? The law and gospel PDF file will be attached to it. So then you can look at it that way. But that if you go to Sermons 2.0 again, search for Theology Central, look for the most recent sermon, which is Law and Gospel Part uh, part seven, yes, I believe it. Yeah, part seven, and then you'll see, uh, you'll you'll see play audio, you'll see sp- uh, speaker, you'll see broadcaster, and then you'll see view PDF text. It's right there. Now, if you have the Church One app, and you have chosen us, Theology Central, to be your chosen broadcaster, I'll open up the Church One app. I'm opening up the Church One app. Oh, it says that we're live. That's awesome. And then if you'll go down, guess what? Recent sermon, Understanding Law and Gospel Part 7. Okay, you click on that. And look at that, view PDF text. So now whenever we have a PDF text that we think will we'll add more to the sermon, add more to the study, and, and, and again, having someone help me out, create it because there's no way I'm going to look. If you look at how many broadcasts I do, I don't have time, obviously, to sit around and create PDF files. On top of everything else I'm doing, I'm, I'm constantly drowning, just trying to keep up with all the different series that I've started. But if there's going to be times, I think it could be very helpful and very advantageous to it. Uh, the artwork that we have. So, so really, once again, it demonstrates that, that any successful podcast, any successful ministry, there's things you need, right? You need, you need somewhat of a vision and idea 
trying to be creative and, and look for ways to try to reach people. So you got to have some kind of a vision. So when I say a vision, I'm not talking something mystical. I'm just thinking uh, you got to you got to have an idea, a plan. All right, so you got to have a vision. I hate to say this. You have to have money. I wish that was not the case, but it costs money, right? It costs money to, to broadcast on, on all the different platforms that we're currently broadcasting on. It costs money to, to have the curriculum that we give everyone for the Bible study exercise podcast series. That's $50 a month right there. That's just that. Over a hundred dollars a month just to be on Spreaker. I mean, I could, I could add up all the money and it's, it's crazy, but you have to have money, but then you have to have people. Not only do you have to have people listening, you got to have people who are like, you know, Hey, I'm here to help out. So we have someone who creates the artwork for all of our podcast series. That's amazing. I would never have the time to pull that off or, or it would not be near as good as what they can do. They're, they're a million times better than anything I've ever created. And now we have some, and the person who is helping with the PDF file is also working on our YouTube channel to try to make that to where we have playlist on YouTube. So you have to have people. And I wish, I wish it wasn't the case. But yeah, ministry requires money. It requires a vision that I got that. I, I, I always have way too many ideas. You have to have money. Oh, I wish that was not the case. Oh, wouldn't it be great if all ministry was just free and it didn't cost anything? It didn't cost anything for internet. It didn't cost anything. Everything was just free. It didn't cost anything to have a laptop. It didn't cost anything to have a microphone. Yeah, it would, wouldn't that be great? But it, it doesn't work that way. And you have to have people. You got to have people who will be willing to um, listen, who will share your programs, who will leave comments, who will post a, a, or give you a five-star rating or write a review for Apple Podcasts or will help out in other ways. So I am grateful for everyone who helps out, grateful for everyone who supports us, and uh, hopefully we can continue to find ways to use technology so that we can, uh, well, reach more people. And uh, hopefully the PDF file for law and gospel will be beneficial to everyone. So thanks to the person who created it. I want you to check it out and let me know what you think. Again, Sermons 2.0, look for Theology Central, look for the most recent sermon, Understanding Law and Gospel, Part 7, Look, find the PDF file. Church One app, find the most recent sermon, Understanding Law and Gospel, and find the PDF file. It should be able to see it. You should be able to see it. If you cannot see it, let me know, and I'll help you. If I have to send you a screenshot to where it was, I will. Just email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. The reason that I'm even doing this is because I truly believe our series on law and gospel may be one of the most important series I have ever done, and I and I don't I try to never say that because pastors constantly oversell and hype what they do. But I truly believe a proper understanding of law and gospel may be one of the most neglected things in the modern evangelical church, and and as sadly, and maybe even in any in many reformed churches, I think uh, that the law and gospel constantly gets mingled, which ultimately destroys the gospel. The law always remains intact, but the gospel ultimately kind of gets almost written out of existence, and people approach their Christian life from a law-based perspective instead of a gospel-based perspective, and they they tend to give everyone law maybe when law is not necessarily needed at that time. A lot of things we could talk about, but because this is so such an important series, as soon as someone 
they, they, they typed up all of the 25 theses and I looked at them and I'm like, whoa, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we make this a PDF file? And as soon as I saw the PDF file, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to add it to the Sermons 2.0 app and the Church One app so that everyone has access to it. Now, so I would hope, I hope that it will be beneficial. If you think it's a good idea, let me know. If you think, look, there's a lot of broadcasters on the Sermons 2.0 app that do upload PDF files. And I've always been somewhat like, I, I don't want to say envious, but I've always been like, wow, that's a great idea. I wish I could pull that off. But then I'm like, okay, I got to create a PDF file. Okay, so uh, do, do I spend the time doing that? Well, and, and, and then sometimes I would look and go, all right, that's pretty cool. Does it add something to it? So you, you may not even care. You may be like, I don't care if you add a hundred PDF files. I'm never going to look at them. I don't care. I need, look, I need that kind of blunt honesty. Or you're like, no, under what I guess what I want to know, if you were to look at a PDF file based off a podcast episode, what would you be looking for? Like what, what would be beneficial to you? Now, some people want basically an outline of everything. Well, I, I try to teach where you have to do the outline. I'm thinking of how we could use it for the Bible study exercise. Like if we created a PDF file that outlined all the steps for the comprehensive book Bible study method, and we could attach it to that, or if we an, an outline for one of the books, or when I give those special assignments. Right, I give the okay. Do number one. Here's the special assignments. The PDF file would have the steps you're supposed to take for the special assignment. I think those. I think I think there's some. I say I'm already coming up with some ideas. Right. You and let me know your ideas. Let me know. Like I think you should use the PDF file for this. Now, some of your ideas, I'll be like, thank you for the idea. I'm never going to do it. And of course, they've got to be somewhat practical and doable. Like I, you know. Uh, all right, someone already has a PDF. So the person who created the PDF file already has a PDF file for all the steps for the Bible study method. So we could, I, it would be easy if I get that PDF file, go find the appropriate message. But I, instead of going back and putting it on older ones, because I don't think people possibly would see it, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll try to start doing it for newer ones. And then whenever I end the broadcast, I'll be like, as soon as this message is uploaded to Sermons 2.0 and the Church One app, please look for the PDF file that will give you the steps for the assignment I just gave you, or will give you an outline for the book, or will give you or, or the steps for the Bible study or whatever. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll go back and add some to older messages. I just know that I know how it works. Um, for the most part, especially in podcasting apps, your uh, your your episode has a, a kind of a, a shelf life, right? Like you're gonna get your you're gonna get most of your downloads in about a 24 to 48 hour window, and then after that, sometimes you question if it's even worth even having left on the internet. Um, maybe that's not all. Maybe on church, maybe on sermons 2.0 or the church one app, older things do get listened to. Um, but it's, I think people just are going to look for the most recent instead of necessarily going through your entire catalog and considering how many episodes. Just on the Church One app, we currently have 2,104 uh, episodes. And that, that doesn't even, I mean, we're, I still got hours and hours and hundreds of hours of content that I need to be uploading to the Church One app to get it caught up with the other apps. So, yeah, so, 
Um, I, but sometimes when I upload the older stuff, I'm like, I wonder if this even matters. I wonder, but all you can do, all you can do is make it available and not worry about numbers. That's all you can do. So, um, yes. So we're going to be doing that. So please, if you can today, I don't know, you may listen to us on Pocket Cast, Pandora, YouTube, wherever you hear us, please today download the Sermons 2.0 app. Click on the discovery tab. Look at the little search bar, Theology Central. Find us. Once you find us, look for the most recent sermon, law, Understanding uh, Understanding Law and Gospel Part 7, and then look for the PDF file. Now, you may go, ooh, that's not very impressive. Who cares? All right, I understand it's a PDF file. I know it's not the newest technology, but we have not utilized this piece of technology in the past. Now we're going to try to use it in the present, going into the future, and see what we could do. I think I think uh, some of the things we've done in Jude, man, a PDF file for some of that, like my whole argument about the hermeneutical key for the book of Jude, man, obviously I think everyone in my church needed to see that like a hundred times because they, they would keep forgetting it. Um so I, I can I, I'm I'm gonna come up I'm gonna come up with a, <laughs> I'm gonna come up with so many ideas. But uh so I but I will have to uh I will try my best to utilize it in a way that's actually advantageous and helpful to the listener and not overwhelming to the person I'm going to be saying, hey, can you create another PDF file today? Hey, I don't know what you're doing right now, but I need you. I, I, hey, I, no, I need you. No, I need you to make a PDF file. Look, what are you doing? You're cooking supper. I don't care if you eat. Create a PDF file. Okay, I, I can't do that, but I do have some ideas. And, uh, well, We'll see if we can utilize it in a way that will be beneficial. So I want to let everyone know that the feature is there now. We may. I'm going to still. I'm going to see also. I think on the church on the uh, U version Bible app when I create an event, I think in a, I can attach a PDF file there. So the only problem with that is once the event is over, like in other words, I can say uh, on the Version Bible app, I can announce that we're going to be live broadcasting from say eight in the morning till midnight. Well, th- the event stays there until midnight, then it goes away. So then the PDF file disappears. So that that would, would so yeah, I, I still haven't come up with the best use of that app as I, all the different things I'm always trying to figure out. How could we use this? How could we use this? How could we use this? And sometimes you just have to go, I, is it worth all of the effort? Like, I hate I hate sometimes that you have to make that decision, but sometimes you just have to make the decision. Is it worth the money? Is it worth the effort? Is it? And if it's not, then sometimes you have to then focus in on where you think the greatest benefit comes from. I hate doing that. If I had a team of people, I'd be like, okay, you go focus on that. You focus on that. You focus on that's your department. That's your department. All right, you ready? Go. Like if I had a big church, man, I'd have a team of people. We would have like, I, I like in my mind, I would have a team of people. I'd have like four podcast studios that we could live broadcast from 24 seven around the clock. I'd have a graphics team. I'd have like, I'd oh man, people managing certain platforms. Oh, I, I would have all kinds of ideas, all kinds of ideas. But uh, yeah, it's good to have ideas, I guess. <laughs> it's it's not so good when you can't 
um, actually make them occur. Like I would, I would, I, I would like to uh, have someone come do my interior decorating and change this room into an actual studio. But okay, but see, I always have ideas, but ideas require money, time, and effort, and people. All right, but there you have it. Understanding Law and Gospel, the PDF file is now available. Please access it. And just let me know if you find it. If you Was it difficult finding it? How easy? Did it open properly? Those are the things we're going to need to know today. So you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. And one other thing, all right? Now, I, I, I wanted to do a podcast about this by itself, but I was afraid it would be misunderstood and people would perceive it. But since I'm talking about technology... If you go to the Church One app or the Sermons 2.0 app and you look, well, and Church One, if you choose us, Theology Central, you're going to notice right after, like I'm in the Church One app right now. Let's see, am I in the Church? Which app am I in? I'm the Church One app. As soon as you open it up and you're under the Home tab, you're going to see Theology Central. You're going to see our little kind of logo and our artwork. Underneath that, it says Theology Central, 2,104 sermons. And then you've got three tabs, Share, the QR code, and give. It's the donate tab. We have had some reports, like I just tapped on the give tab. Right now it works properly fine. We had some reports that some people, when they hit the give tab, it just kind of took us to our page, but the actual little box that's supposed to pop up so that you can either give via PayPal or that you can give via PayPal wasn't showing up. So if you can at least check that today, and tell me, did the little box pop up on the Church One app and on the Sermons 2.0 app? If you go to Sermons 2.0, you'll look for uh, Theology Central. You're going to have the same little tab, Share, QR, Give. If you hit the Give tab, a little box should pop up that says, uh, we've made it simple and secure to send financial support directly to broadcasters that are on Sermon Audio. And then it says PayPal to send financial support directly to the broadcaster using PayPal. We just want to make sure that works. I, if I, I was going to record an episode saying, hey, guys, could you help us out? But it would probably people would misinterpret. Oh, he's trying to beg for money. I try to never ask or beg for money, but I do want it to be available that if someone ever wants to offer support, they can. So we want to make sure that works. Uh, some Someone, when they were using like their mobile data, it wasn't opening, but when they switched to Wi-Fi, it was. Um, I contacted the people with Sermon Audio. They could not replicate the problem. Um, they could not using mobile data, using Wi-Fi. So I just need to make sure it's working for as many people as possible. So if it is, let me know. Newsif at yahoo.com. You don't have to give anything. Make sure it's not a trick. You hit the little give tab. A little box pops up. You can close it out. You're not going to be forced to get people like, oh, no, he's forcing me to give money. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, but I, I want to make sure that it at least opens so that people can give. They can give if it's there. Because we've said before, if you take how many people listen to us, if, every, if everyone who listens to us gave us a dollar a month, man, this would be the most successful podcast in the history of podcasting, Right. I mean, when you have thousands of people listening to you, you know, almost a day, uh, that would be insane uh, what we could do. But that's neither here nor there. I just want to make sure that it works. Uh, I know on the theologycentral.net, our pod page, which I am, I need a person just to ma maintain that page is what I need. But um, 
I, I know the Give tab works there because almost everyone gives via that. But if you're using Sermons 2.0 app and the Church One app, it's right there. I, I want it to be that simple. Like I'm using the app and you can just go, boom, give. And there it is. And I think it's relatively easy. I've never gone through the steps. What I need to do is go through the steps one time and, uh, you know, give myself a, a couple of dollars just to see how easy it works on those uh, platforms. But there you go. So today, the PDF file for Long Gospel is available that gives the 25 theses. Please check it out. Let me know if it works. Newsif at yahoo.com. If you can, hit the donate tab, the give tab, see if that works properly. Don't, not telling you to go through giving, just that the little box pops up that says PayPal. Uh, if that doesn't pop up, then it's not working properly. All right. And if it's not, we want to make sure that does work properly. All right. I didn't mean to waste 28 minutes of your day, but uh, we want to make sure that these things are working. So, and we're going to continue to come up with new ideas. I got a new idea that I'm, I may talk about here in just a minute. We also need to get to Amos chapter 8 and chapter 9 today because the goal is to finish the teaching on those two chapters by 7 p.m. tonight, and I'm running out of time. So we got a lot to do. Stick around. If you have the Church One app, make sure your notifications are on, and uh, well, we'll see what we can get accomplished today. All right, thanks for listening. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks to the person who created the PDF file. Now we'll see if it gets, if everyone loves the idea or if everyone's indifferent to the idea. Because the last thing we want to do is have someone working hard creating PDF files and people aren't that interested in it. So please speak up today and let us know. Newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on the air, hopefully shortly. God bless.